0: Recall how regular one track recording is accomplished. There was a t- time in this fair land when the railroad did not run, when the wild, majestic mountains stood alone against the sun. Long before the white man and long before the wheel, when the dark, green dark forest was too silent to be real. That's a tribute to you, Jeff. <laughs> Tribute clear. you. are traveling to Jasper, yeah. Jasper, Alberta. Yeah. And that's Gordon Lightfoot. I did not write that.
1: I was, I had my socks blown off. I, I thought you did write that. I don't know Gordon Lightfoot. Apparently, good enough.
0: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to those Canadian Lads podcast. This is episode five. I am glad to be here, Jeff. I'm glad
1: to see you. I'm glad to see you too, Brad. How are you doing this evening?
0: I'm doing pretty good. I got a nice little chill set up here with the, uh, the new pet podcast chair pulled it out of the storage. Ooh. So uh, I'm pretty excited, nice and comfortable to talk tonight.
1: Nice. I am broadcasting from my fourth location in my home as I try to find a place to continuously do this. So we are doing it from my lovely unfinished basement, uh, a.k.a. my home gym, a.k.a. where my cat goes to the bathroom
0: so fantastic that sounds like a really nice evening surrounded by some cat, cat feces
1: yes uh, i'll uh i'll have to hang some flags or something down here make it look like a real kid's room or something
0: <laughs> you can stop on one of the north side uh streets and go buy a a, a nice uh smooth blanket oh uh, yeah later <laughs> Of a lady holding a laser gun
1: i I am convinced that those blankets are completely just a a payback from history of here's our blankets infested with uh disease, and that that's just trying to sell it back to us effectively though so, so well played well played. <laughs>
0: Well, this is uh, episode number five i'm uh, i'm pretty pumped today it 's uh, been a couple of days since we 've done our last podcast and you 've been on a, a bit of a a travel excursion during covid times and there 's lots of ha- things have happened uh, in the current events of not only the province but the country so uh, maybe let's get uh, right into
1: well uh, let 's get rolling so before we get into local. Alberta local Canadian news and uh, my experiences over the weekend. Uh, once again, we're going to revisit our favorite topic du jour, UFOs. So two things that have stuck out to me uh, over the last week. The first was, of course, there's a replica monolith that has popped up. Uh, that thing it was a thing of beauty, in my opinion. You could see the weld marks on it. It was uh, something like I would have put together with some Dumb friends, but, but yeah, no, uh, I like that these things are starting to pop up in uh, random countries now, and uh, people are just taking it upon themselves to replicate whatever they can. So, so I'm happy to see that.
0: I, I find it, I find it funny that some guy in Romania is just like, ah, they made a. Monolith in, Rome, or in Utah. We will do the same. Oh, yeah. but we will grind. We'll grind circles in it. Nobody will notice. Yeah, nobody
1: will be able to tell. Like you, you, couldn't possibly get near the thing to see the poor craftsmanship on it. But I am. Uh, I'm going to take it a step uh, further. As we keep doing this, I'm going to start putting cardboard monoliths out there and just see if they survive the wind, snow, or rain. So.
0: Well, currently we're going through a bit of a warm spell, so in uh, some freezing rain happening. I see you have a guest in the background, Jeffrey. Yeah,
1: I have the participant of his own washroom hanging around, saying hi. So please for please forgive Sam for speaking up. Get out of here! Sam. yeah. yeah. (laughs) Anyways, and uh, so outside of the monolith, we also uh, you sent me some interesting information uh, from the debrief. So uh yeah, it's
0: actually a. It's a new uh, a new site that went up today, um, and it's by a gentleman named Tim McMillan, and it's been promoted by the guys from uh, um, Tom DeLonge's group, uh, Chris, Christopher Mellon and Lou Elizondo. But uh, the information that came out today, I know you have some holes to poke into it, but basically... Uh, the, just like I, to keep
1: the skepticism high, so yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. for yeah. sure.
0: And you know what? I've got... To, I can't go full in oilers right now. So I'm going to go full in UFO. Oh yeah. So yeah. And once the oilers come back, uh, and the, the little green men are invading our, <laughs> our planet. I'm still going full oilers. It, it's, <laughs> so, a trade-off. it's a fair
1: trade off. It's a fair trade off.
0: Yeah. So An article was written, it's got a few contributors, but basically, it's on the debrief, we'll share it on our Facebook uh, page and on our Twitter feed, but basically, it's called Fast Movers Transmedian Vehicles, the Pentagon's Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon Task Force, and basically... It's some inside information that intelligence group have. They basically have, I think, released it to some of these guys who have some connections within the U.S. government. But uh, basically, talking about which you had talked about in UFOs, a the triangular uh, UFO yeah. that uh, people have been seeing. So this is basically a follow up now to that, where they're talking about not only they're talking about transmedians. So basically. Uh,
1: from water to, ship
0: sky. water to sky to space yeah. so basically now there is more information coming out and I don't know if you ch- checked out Stephen Colbert the other night but Barack Obama was on there he was asked about UFOs his response is way too quickly to say I can't talk about it and he didn't ev- elaborate on his answer or anything like that and to me that personally it's like when when you, you don't elaborate or even go into a joking mode about it.
1: <laughs> he is promoting a book. <laughs> he fucking knows something. Yeah. Know. Maybe. I uh I, I actually do. Uh my my theory on it is that obviously at a certain point in your presidency, uh, even when you have important matters to deal with, you're gonna probably take a break and go, like, hey, maybe it's my opportunity to talk about something insane and ask my advisors around me. UFOs being probably top notch on that one. So I'm sure he did ask. And quite frankly, as I said, with uh, so many American agencies uh, studying UFOs and going about their business, obviously there's something there, whether it be actual proof that they, you know, had a a UFO crash in Roswell, or they have video evidence that these things exist. uh, There's still going to be something for the president to be briefed upon. Now, my theory is, is that obviously with any sitting president, the most you're going to have them there for is eight years. So, and I would like to believe that the bureaucrats and army generals who are going to be around for a lot more than eight years. So, yeah, they might tell them a few things, but I don't think they're going to give them the whole story anyways.
0: No, for sure. And there's so many, like... (laughs) In government, there's so many different layers within government now and probably dark projects on the books and things that, you know, presidents aren't even briefed on. But the fact of the matter, this specific article dives into uh, what the Pentagon officials have talked about as shocking within their internal conversations. Um, basically, you know, this 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 sighting that they're talking about, 35,000 feet above
1: Earth, uh, <laughs> planet oh, <yeah>. Earth. <laughs> Where else?
0: <laughs> so thirty-five thousand feet over planet Earth. Uh, Navy pilot again. Um, this is, I think, two thousand nineteen. So only, you know, last year. Oh, good old two thousand nineteen. How <laughs> I wish I was back in you. Uh, anyways, uh, two thousand nineteen. So this fighter pilot had his phone. Apparently, you could take your phone in a fighter jet. Uh, and they came upon this uh, uh, ship triangular ship um and sam doesn't want us talking about no, his race he's
1: try- No, he's trying to uh, silence the truth
0: the silence the truth don't talk about the cat race yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyways so they they see this thing pilot takes a photo with his cell phone camera they don't show the they haven't shown the picture yet but my guess in the whole disclosure movement if there is a picture and they're talking about it and people are feeding these guys information from the u.s government that we're we're close to getting something out of all of this but that being said it's a it's a really interesting article um i recommend it if you're interested in this kind of stuff if you're not then don't wait to be wait wait to be shocked by when the shocking
1: happens. (laughs) the shocking the when the shockers come down the street (laughs) But (laughs) but the you touched on uh you touched on two of uh two of the three favorite parts of the article that i i picked up on and my one of my favorite things in any of these conversations or articles is that somebody always uses the term as shocking the the what i saw was shocking well the state of someone's underwear can be shocking so i'm not really all that impressed by the using the word shocking (laughs) so so i don't really need that (laughs)
0: you know what having young children who obviously aren't the best wipers in the world. Yeah, I can attest to shocking <laughs> yeah. underwear.
1: Yeah, it's like but there's always somebody who describes the whatever they've seen as shocking. And the, yeah, okay, fine. It's a, a descriptive word people like it. But but the um the other thing obviously was that there in the article there's an artist rendering of the the spaceship that this guy took a picture of. Um also, I'm very impressed that when you're flying a fighter jet, you have to wear with all the snap a photo with your cell phone. It's like people can't do it on the road while driving a vehicle or driving a pickup truck or a Honda Civic. We, this was one of your complaints last week. It was. Exactly. You can't be driving and taking – but people can't take a photo of something funny they saw on the side of a road while they're driving because they lose control of their car and they're idiots. But, but some guy is so skilled. To take a picture while flying a fighter jet. I'm I'm pretty impressed. But of the art, take it easy there, Goose. I gotta take a selfie. Yeah, exactly. Now the the artist rendering is yeah neither here nor there. You can make anything look like anything. But I will I will say though, like if this if and when this photo comes out, that would be a pretty incredible photo if it's going to look like the artist rendering because you can distinctly see what it looks like, and it it's uh it's pretty impressive. I will say.
0: Yeah, it was pretty good uh, Good writing by this guy. And, you know, I- I'm interested to see kind of what develops. Uh, again, debrief.org. Uh, we'll share the uh, the information on our Facebook page and our Twitter account.
1: I, w- I will admit when you sent me the tweets, I had to go looking for it because I wanted to read it on a computer. And Debrief.com and the debrief these are not sites that had this information. It took me a little bit to find the .org. So, the uh, the other part of the article that I, I really latched on to was, um, obviously, there was an email uh, that somebody, they, they dug up through the Information of Freedom Act, I suppose. And I love it, it was, um, you talk about how one guy is advising Steve. I'm assuming another general or something. That uh, I'm gonna make sure I get the actual wording. Probably it is recommended you take the brief. So he's advising him that he's got to go listen to whatever this debrief is. And the the brief um, uh, was also given to the secretary of the navy. Of the navy, I'm gonna probably screw up that title. But I will say though too, like we experience this at work, or we all have at some point other. It's like, yeah, you really need to see this not because it's important or intellectual or something that's going to help you your day to day. It's just like, no, you need to see this wacko talk about UFOs. (laughs) So (laughs) the, the, the email dug up doesn't really do much for me again, other than like, Hey, some guy told him, you gotta go listen to this crazy guy talk about UFOs.
0: You know what? Now that you bring that up, I never looked at it from that angle, (laughs) but that's a great angle. Johnny get in my office we gotta take a look yeah. at this
1: have you seen this crazy ass video or photo hey check out this picture i took it's just like yeah it doesn't mean that it's important it just be like this is gonna make your day because you're gonna waste an hour and a half talking about this crap
0: <laughs> yeah look look at this video of the my kid falling down the stairs last night
1: oh yeah exactly yeah so I, I don't know um at the end of the day like i said i'm not taking anything away from the way the article was written um i believe the guy who wrote it too is he's a lieutenant of something. I don't know if he, looks like he was a cop in the picture or something like that, but, but uh, at the end of the day, it's another article in my opinion, that just kind of lays out the fact that the government does have agencies that have in the past and continue to look into UFO research and kind of do their thing. So no, nothing entirely earth shattering. If you kind of already have gone down the path that you think the government's looking into this type of stuff and, you know, they've acknowledged it to a certain extent. So, but yeah, still, once again, informative and a good jumping off point if you want to get into, you know, studying of UFOs.
0: You know, it's uh, it's interesting. We've covered this topic of UFOs on many of our podcasts.
1: And we'll continue to do so.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think we'll continue to do so, but I really want hockey to come back because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want people coming like, uh, Brad, where's your uh, tinfoil hat today, bud? Well,
1: J- we'll see what January 1st holds for us, so... Yeah, as soon as they start skating at camp, then we'll be there'll be something really to talk about. So uh,
0: we'll all be in the fifth dimension, and the great ascension will happen. Oh, the big event of the event twenty twenty. Absolutely.
1: So twi- yeah. switching gears slightly, uh, and a little bit into the realm of the political, and a little bit more of local news. Um, obviously, on the weekend in Calgary, there was some anti mask protesting going on. Um,
0: Oh, and some intense shopping at the Chinook. It's some
1: intense shopping. Yeah, I liked. Uh, whenever I explained that the they had to have a police presence at the Chinook Mall, I left out the part because people are stabbing each other <laughs> and fighting. And I just like, I was like, "Oh yeah, no, this is how serious that Calgary's taking COVID." <laughs> but maybe maybe hey, COVID it, made them do it.
0: To be to be fair, Edmonton has stabbings as well.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. No, there's a. Old nickname of Stabington, unfortunately, but uh, hey, born and raised. So, um, But obviously, it came up in in uh, the House of Commons this week. Uh, obviously, the NDP weren't particularly pleased with... Uh, you mean the legislature? The legislature, sorry. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah I'm thinking federal. Um, but the uh, obviously, Kenny kind of gave a, a lukewarm response to the NDP criticizing the group for protesting and everything like that. So, I don't know. So, what What are your thoughts on the matter, Brad?
0: Sorry, I, I got a few <laughs> things <laughs> to talk about. You got to stretch
1: out before you get on.
0: <laughs> I can't wait till the video option starts on this. Everyone's going to see my, my stretching. Hell yeah. here, here, here's the thing. So, Kenny did not have a good week. No. <laughs> no. So, yeah. So, one, he pointed out a... A, a, a certain race of people that they were spreading COVID, our South Asian community, and uh, I have some ties to that community, of, <laughs> of course. Of course and, yeah. uh, and and that being said, uh, yeah, not a good week for Jason Kenny. But you know what? Like, I'll, I'm going to touch on the, the the rallies and then the shopping. Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah. the rallies, people stay stay home, stay home. Because guess what? So or Go to your work. Stay home. Don't go rally shoulder to shoulder with people coughing. You're going to get the COVID. It's probably not going to be pleasant. And guess what? Now we all have to stay home at Christmas. And our parents and our family members are going to have to stay home as well. And we're going down that path. With the cases going up, there's no way there's no way they're they're tight or loosening the re- the restrictions the restrictions yeah that they put in place they're they're going to probably get tighter so the f- you know i i'm facing the fact that i'm not going to see my elderly parents for christmas this year
1: yeah you know I, uh,
0: which is terrible
1: i i think most of us kind of assume we're heading down that path that uh christmas is going to be Instead of the turkey, the large family gathering, the side dishes and, you know, just spending time with the family and getting everyone together. I, I said I, I fully expect to be barbecuing a steak and watching movies in my pajamas all day now. So
0: and to be honest, we were talking to home tonight. Like, you know, maybe what we'll do is if there's options to order uh, from a restaurant uh, a nice Christmas meal Um maybe we're going to go down that route and maybe help out a local, local business, uh, you know, which kind of ties into the other topic, but you know, and then with the mall shopping, okay, we're the 21st century. It's 2020 um, cyber Monday, black Friday sales are online. So uh, every uh, group that was out shopping on Friday last week, um, give your heads a shake. (laughs) You could have just done it on your, you could have done your done it on your phone. Then the old thumb roll, uh select purchase and then you're done. Complete bullshit. Same they're in the same grouping in my opinion as the group that was protesting.
1: Well, I'm going to I'm going to risk um being hypocritical to a certain extent because we are going to go into our other topic a bit but but
0: I, there's different ways to do things oh, so, Jeff. Yeah. It's okay to go shopping to a to a place or whatever, but like you know there's going to be crazy amounts of people going to the malls on a Black Friday. Yeah. Like,
1: well, least some common sense people. Having worked at West Edmonton Mall at one point in my wonderful life, I can tell you that a mall is not a great place to be when it's crowded. They will, you can't get anywhere. You, if somebody sneezes, you you got everybody around you, but, but I'm going to steal, I'm going to steal a line from the late, great George Carlin. And this is my general kind of thought about protests as a generality. I'm not saying that there aren't issues that need to be brought to light, but I never underestimate the power of stupid people in large groups. Like let's face it. Group mentality takes over in these situations. Everyone just starts acting like a J.A. And as a result, you get people doing stupid things. And then as a result, there's consequences for it. And in this case, it's probably going to be the fact that we all have Christmases in our own homes and we don't get to see our family members. So. Sucks. Yeah, well, it is what it is. So, but um, obviously... Topic. Oh, you did no. You
0: you you made a comment to me last week. You wanted to point something out about something political with me.
1: Oh no no. We're saving that. We're saving that. Oh. <laughs> We're saving. Oh, that. you're saving that's some juice. That's a teaser. You you teased me last week, and now you're saving it for something else. Yeah, I, uh, I, I'm teasing this for we'll, I'll let you know when the time is right. I'm letting it. I'm letting it percolate a little bit, but. But, um, but yeah, we will have a full blown political podcast coming up, and we'll we'll draw some lines in the sand. We'll see where we'll see where the ships fall.
0: And I think we're going to have a special guest on that episode who really, really wants to talk about certain certain politics and will be our correspondent from the great province of Saskatchewan. <laughs>
1: Saskatch- yeah. I, I will point out that everyone's thoughts will be their own thoughts that evening. <laughs> it won't represent. <laughs> I have no idea what anyone's going to say, but I will say I'm only taking responsibility for what comes out of my mouth. That's it. So, <laughs> anyways, um... So we were talking about uh, the importance of supporting local business and uh, especially in times like this, how, how important it is. Now, I've got some thoughts, obviously, but I spent the weekend in Jasper. Uh, it was a lovely time to get away, hit the, hit the slopes, uh, go for a nice hike. And uh, my wife and I got the lovely opportunity to stay at the JPL, which uh, has made some heavy modifications to accommodate the uh, the COVID, of course. And uh, we went not really shopping in Jasper, but we went touring around. We went to one of our favorite places, Jasper Brew Company, which has got fantastic beer and great nachos. So a nice kind of easy way of going about it. One um, of the two the two things that I wanted to kind of highlight, and then I'll give into a third kind of opinion, and we'll jump around a little bit, but winter activities in Alberta are an excellent way to kind of pass the time while we're all trying to hunker down and st- stay clear uh marmot has done a fantastic job of you can get your lift pass the day before in my case i got the marmot express card you get it on your jacket the day before you go park your vehicle you put on your gear slide down to the chairlift you already got your face mask on because it's cold outside anyways all they do is scan you at the chairlift no human interaction you're not lined up necessarily with a bunch of people if uh the line at the chairlift's too big you can kind of steer clear and not have to get too busy with anybody but outside of the hill there's an awesome hikes to take in our national parks or even provincial parks for that matter. But it's a perfect opportunity to kind of go out and enjoy nature, nice and quiet. Uh, The particular hike I'm going to hype tonight is the Valley of the Five Lakes, just past Marmot, actually a nice four and a half, five kilometer hike, beautiful places, uh, great scenery with the lakes, uh, the snowfall, you get the frost, but this is probably an opportunity for us to kind of explore these outdoor activities and enjoy them and then still kind of help local business by staying in areas near them. Like truth be told, you probably want to spend a little bit more time in your hotel room than you normally would have, but you're still kind of supporting. And I know the Fairmont doesn't need my support, but, but Jasper brew company probably did. And the people I tipped for good service probably need my assistance too, to a certain extent. So.
0: Yeah, I really, uh, I think that's a great idea. You, you know, focusing in on you know a province too that we kind of take for granted you know we people go other places throughout Canada and North America and be like oh this is fantastic this is beautiful but when you look at Alberta as a whole it's such a beautiful place you know like I wish you know Maybe I'll share some photos over there, our sunsets that, you know, we get in Alberta or our, our, the sunrises that we get, you know, gold and pink sunrises in Alberta. Like the scenery is unreal to, you know, just stop, you know, breathe it in a little bit. Um, you know, the mountains, you know, just that winter lifestyle, too, is, is unreal. And, you know, you make a good point, like the one thing I'll kind of turn, you know, the topic into a bit of a negative is that um, there isn't that much to do just locally in the city. So um, I like to take the kids skating. Um, You know, we try to go out to as many outdoor skating rinks as we potentially can. Most of them are put on by the city of Edmonton right now. There's only one and it's uh, the Victoria park skating rink uh, just uh, down river Valley road and near downtown Edmonton. And uh, right now that's the only rink that is open. Uh, to go public skating right and um with the restrictions that rink was
1: packed yeah I i could only imagine yeah
0: so we gave it a try we were able to distance ourselves really really well uh but that being said um too risky you know again you know people looking for things to do uh You know, it would have been a good idea for the city to, you know, maybe take a a leap of faith and, you know, put some money into some things to keep people separated Uh, because at the end of the day, you know, we pay taxes to the city of Edmonton and, uh, you know they're pretty focused obviously on covid uh, restrictions and covid spread so uh keep people separated a little bit put some more stuff out there for people to do that is safe in the outdoors um you know and that kind of thing right so uh that being said no it sounds awesome you know i, I haven't been to jasper for a while um you know we've talked about maybe going here in december or january uh but that being said uh we don't know what's going to happen. Maybe they're going to put more restrictions on us. And that kind of <laughs> turns board to the, the political discussion. But how much should governments be controlling our our everyday lives?
1: Right? Yeah, so. and obviously there's there's hmm, nuanced thoughts on stuff like that. Uh, but that that is one of the reasons that we ducked out to Jasper when we had the opportunity. Because I don't know what it's going to look like at the end of December. And who knows how long it could go on for. So, so you kind of have to seize that opportunity. Um, but there are like, it, it it is difficult to do. And a lot of restaurants have restaurants, local businesses have struggled during these times. Um, I'm a firm believer in the fact that we should support our local businesses. Um, I'm not true. I'm not entirely sure. I can't cite my sources necessarily in regards to this stat, but, uh, for every dollar spent at a local business, 65 cents stays local, whether it be through taxes, payment of local suppliers, payment of people who work in that business, and as I said, 65% of that sticking around is good in my books. Uh, I'd like to for it to be higher, but I'm assuming some federal taxes are going into that as well. So, but I, I think that does kind of uh, drive home some points where it's how important it is. Like, um, I'm not going to run a commercial for any of my favorite places or my favorite beers, but but uh, you get places like Zinn on 104th, which I mentioned, I believe, in the first podcast, but they're a really small restaurant. Uh, I'm going to guess that they're. When they're in normal times, they have 12 to 15 people in there at a given point in time. But once again, a, a local family that opened up a great wine and tapas place, and they've made their, they've made their adjustments within the restaurant. I've, I've only been there the one time since they've changed it. But L- Zinn, Lake Barbarico, Uccellino, uh, Corso 32, uh, Trey Carnelez, Rostezotto. Even if you don't feel comfortable going into those places, uh, they do all have curbside pickup um they are there a lot of them are advertising for new years coming up uh for christmas dinners like you had mentioned in regards to possibly supporting a local business in that way and these are i think these are ways that like you can still feel safe and um i'm certainly not going to sit here and go like hey everyone go buy 250 bucks worth of food and wine from one of these local restaurants but it is a nice treat on occasion and during times like this a nice treat while helping a local business can kind of make your week or possibly your next two to three weeks.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. I think it's so important to, to do it this time around, you know, just really get focused in on our local community and supporting these business owners. Cause at the end of the day, they're driving a, a certain point of the economy, keeping people employed, um, you know, and, and, You know, it's kind of sad and it keeps being pointed out. And uh, Jason Kennedy pointed out in his press conference there the other day, like, you know, there's lineups out the door at the Costco's, the Walmarts, the big chains. Amazon is, you know, reaping the rewards of this pandemic, you know, non-Canadian businesses. And I'm not sitting here being a nationalist or this is those Canadian (laughs) lads podcast.
1: Yeah, that's how it starts. (laughs)
0: but that being said you know these people work they put their life their energy their earnings um not only to get themselves ahead but they put people to work and that's such an important you know admirable thing to do you know i'm not a business owner but you know at the end of the day i am a podcast host with jeffrey though uh the Yeah,
1: (laughs) one podcast. One one local. Support your local podcast.
0: Yes, Uh, but that being said, like I'll give you an example. So, Like ATB, the Alberta Treasury Branch, um, they put together a marketplace uh, to allow um, local businesses promote goods and services, and uh, there's some really cool stuff on there. Uh, If you go to atbmarketplace.com, you can find local goods to buy for Christmas gifts or services and things like that. So I think it's a great opportunity to kind of, you know, get down and and support small businesses right across the province, because there's a lot of cool stuff out
1: there. Oh yeah. And uh, going back to going back to your point a little bit in regards to lineups out the door at Costco or Walmart, listen, there's there is a challenge when it comes to the national guys can offer lower prices for certain things. Now it's difficult for local business to necessarily compete with that type of stuff. But I I will say that maybe it's an opportunity to cut back on one or two things you don't need from one of those two places and make the choice to, as I said, go visit the ATB marketplace or support one of the local businesses. Um, I I know this is a fairly weak example, but like quite frankly, nothing wrong with a can of Molson or Labatt or anything like that. But uh, those guys are all good. There's a lot of local craft breweries in Alberta. um, Some of my favorite, like Cabin out of Calgary, uh, Analog, SYC, and Sea Change in Edmonton all make beers for pretty much anybody on the planet. It's one of the few times that I've seen uh, my wife be able to have one of their beers and enjoy it because she just doesn't like it for the most part, whereas I'm heavy into the IPAs and anything over 8% is going to do the trick. So it's always good uh places like blind man out of lacombe where uh truth be told uh, full disclosure i am uh, a season ticket holder with the oilers uh and every year the oilers put out a a fan survey about how they like how do you like your experience at rogers and how do you like your experience with the team obviously up until now i didn't like my experience with the team for the most part but i'm the dope who keeps giving the money but I said to them, I'm like, hey, listen, there's some local breweries that I know you guys have a national contract. And I, I know it's easy to pump a bunch of Coors and Molson into the stadium. But, you know, focus on some of the local guys that really could just one. it's a better beer, in my opinion. And you're helping local Albertans that that just drives the point home with oil country.
0: Oh, for sure. Like so like going back to this uh atv marketplace there's food uh one thing that there's one that really jumps out at me is a uh, chocolate peanut butter by nude market uh there's clothing um really cool socks you know for dress socks with your suit um you know all kinds of cool stuff baby clothes uh cosmetics you know coffee you know you know uh, Awesome, awesome stuff that, you know, you might go to a boutique store or wherever uh, to find or, you know, one of these big chains or find something or online, um, you can find it now at uh, atbmarketplace.com, which is really cool. So, but the (laughs) most buying, buying local and you brought up a great point, man. My favorite place to buy local is the Edmonton Oilers, and I wish I could buy local from them with a
1: ticket. <laughs> uh, soon enough, but but yeah, no, it is um, obviously like uh, you w- you watch the news and you see how much the OEG is trying to drive home in regards to a hey, downtown's going to bounce back, the local business scene in Edmonton is going to bounce back, the restaurants will bounce back, and the Oilers are in that group as well. It is basically, like, I know it seems weird to talk about a sporting franchise as local business or people that, but let's face it, the, the NHL spends a lot of money to maybe not make a lot of money. And I not, I don't feel bad for them. I don't feel sorry for them, but, but they are part of the community and their presence in downtown does actually aid in downtown Edmonton.
0: Oh, the downtown Edmonton has just completely been transformed with ice district and uh, the new Rogers place. Like, Unreal amenities, um, great ring to go watch a game, uh, but also just the the environment around, going for supper and then drinks after a game, or
1: whereas you'd never do that before at the old Rex Hall. Well, you took your life in your own hands walking out of the old Rex Hall. So.
0: <laughs> hence the name Stabmonton. Hence
1: the name yeah.
0: <laughs> So yeah. Walking through Coliseum Station. But that, you know, I'm a big, obviously we're fans of the team. Um, and we want it back. But again... Buying local, buying Oilers, you know, support something local at, at at a minimum, right? Get out there, support something local. One thing that uh, I really want to do this year is do some donations to Santa's Anonymous. Um, we do other types of donations, but I think that one is just such a, a, a cool um, uh, charity uh, that helps, you know, kids during this time. Because let's face facts, um, there's parents struggling right now and... Um, it's uh it's the kids who are are feeling the effects of that as well in those families so i think that's kind of a a special one at this time of year and uh i'm looking forward to you know just doing my little part but um it's gonna be uh, a nice thing just to kind of you know keep things going here because it's uh it's getting dark, you know, and there's a lot of reports coming out about the dark winter ahead, right before the vaccine comes and they start uh, carding us the for vaccine holders if we can get into events and things like that. <laughs> so it's not it's the
1: 1984 is coming down the pike, but but yeah, no, you're right. There's there's a lot of local charity. Uh, the the Christmas hamper program is a great one to help uh, families get a, a great meal for the holidays and some presents under the tree. Uh, I know that like I'm a fan and I'll admit Sonic 102.9 put me onto it at one point or another, but, but it is, yes, uh, the youth empowerment services group, um, they do a fantastic job and they're always, they're always helping uh, teens get off the streets and help people get out of uh, situations that. Unfortunately, not every situation is is as great as what you and I experience and how we were able to kind of come up in the world. So as I said, it's, it's an opportunity to support those local charities that, you know, really might turn someone's life around. So it, it's a good thing for sure.
0: No, for sure. It's such a such a cool thing. And if we can keep our, you know, which we kind of talked about in our, our last podcast, the economy just rolling as much as we possibly can until we kind of sort this thing out as a as a nation uh, you know, moving forward, you know, the more, the better, right. Uh, cause that there will be, you know, uh, there will be good times ahead. There will be prosperity ahead. You know, again, one of these days, it's just um, trying to get through that as a, as a community.
1: Yeah, keep on trucking. Keep on trucking. trucking. Yeah. So, uh, before we wrap up, cause I can see at the, what we got for a time here. um, I'm not one to share a ton of personal spot uh, stuff. I'm a, I'm a fairly open book. Uh, people probably know my situation, everyone. You I- mean I- you're a,
0: you're a closed book.
1: No, I'm i I'm pretty, I think I'm pretty open about what my situation in life is and sharing with my friends and family what I am. But, but, um, I got, yeah, we, I received some bad news on the weekend and I lost my grandmother. Um, her fight with dementia is over with. So, you know, there is a silver lining with this type of stuff and I'm not going to drag us all into a cloud of despair, but um, whether it be a family member or friend is dealing with something like dementia or old age and you're getting to a certain point. uh, The only thing I'm going to encourage everyone to do is that if you have something to say to them or something you want to ask them, uh, don't waste your time. Uh, Time is fleeting and you never know when it might be taken away from you. So I, I encourage you to go, say say and talk to those loved ones and say those things that you feel you need to say and do so do that uh on a lighter note pat patterson inventor of the world rumble has passed away as well uh so condolences to his family at the same time so
0: no oh, jeff i'm sorry for your loss i know we talked about it earlier and that's a really like poignant thing to say right is you know and and it's kind of cool that we're kind of we're doing this podcast for multiple reasons, but one, which we did talk about was, you know, putting on the record our, our thoughts and, you know, you never know, uh, when, when we'll be gone. Right. So, um, in essence, we're, we're creating a a library of our opinions, good, bad, disturbing, um,
1: <laughs> Plenty of disturbing opinions to come. <laughs> so.
0: Oh yeah, wait till the po- political topics. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no, that's a great point, and you know, it's uh, it's part of life, but it's
1: uh, this, yeah, the circle of life will go on. You just make sure you participate in it.
0: So. Yeah, I think that's the main thing, right? Is you know, being a part, being a participant than just being a, an observer.
1: Exactly. So yeah. So with that being said, uh, any final thoughts?
0: My final thoughts are this. Let's not keep spreading the COVID as much as we possibly can. I'm getting tired of it. It's been, honestly, it's getting, it's getting, getting to me. You know, just from the sense that, you know, it's been nonstop for like the last 10 months. You know, it's what, since March?
1: Yeah, since yeah. March, yep.
0: Yeah, since March. So it's been nonstop. It hit us with like a sledgehammer. We've been getting through it as a as a community. Uh, but it's now time to hopefully move on from that. But um, you know, let's keep keep on trucking.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, uh obviously, yeah, it's uh it's been a it's been a tough slog. Uh we'll get out of it. But uh that's all it is. It's a tough slog. We'll just keep moving.
0: Right on. And and Keep listening to those Canadian po- Canadian Lats podcast for more UFO, UAP, and USO USO, which is unidentified submergible objects.
1: Oh, a new term which
0: which is discussed in the debrief.org. Yeah.
1: Check it out if you want to offer your thoughts. Uh, hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, whatever we've put out on there, and uh, just let us know that we're boring you and we're stupid. So. <laughs> well,
0: this has been episode 5. Jeff, thanks again. This has been unreal. What a great uh uh great episode to cover so many so many topics. I think our next our next episode will be our political topic, our political uh realm. I think our Polit- our future correspondent wants to join us on that.
1: Political rodeo.
0: Our political rodeo. There we go. We got a name for it. Sure, there you go. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and uh you know i'm really, the one episode i am really looking forward to is, is our christmas episode um and or holiday episode whichever you however you want to re- celebrate it i re- yeah it. yeah well, however you want to do it you do you, you do you. you do you yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> i look forward to it
0: anyway so that being said let's close it up You've now been listening to those canadian labs podcasts. jeff you have a wonderful evening you too brad take care and good evening